0: you're listening to pagan mom podcast i'm so glad that you're joining me today and this is a podcast where you can come to indulge in various topics regarding paganism in our modern world merging present and past be sure never to miss an episode by subscribing if you feel so inclined i'd be very grateful thank you now let's get on with it Welcome, lovely listener. This is your host, Pagan Mom, and this is my very first episode. I'm so excited, so let's get into it. I want to invite you to my life as a modern Norse pagan vala, and I want to contribute to our pagan community, so maybe you guys can learn something from what you hear in this pod. Paganism is a very self-educating practice and faith, so... I want this pod to be a place where I can share my experiences and my stories and knowledge that I gained through the years as a practicing pagan. So let me introduce myself. I am a modern Norse pagan and Vala. I follow the Norse path primarily. I am from Sweden and I have been a practicing pagan since 2016, so it's been a couple of years now. Nowadays, Sweden is mostly atheistic, but when I grew up, Protestant Christianity was actually the prominent faith here. I was never active with church or stuff like that. I was merely a choir girl, so I actually did spend a lot of time in church doing what I loved. I still love to sing, but but yeah. I am also a mom. Hence why I'm called Pagan Mom. And I am also an academic, so I have academic knowledge in Nordic archaeology, amongst many other things, which can be relevant to draw upon in future episodes from time to time. So I called myself a Vala before, and you guys might be wondering, well, what is that? So let me explain that before I continue. Vala is actually another word for vulva in Old Norse. And most of you guys that are listening to this podcast might already know what a vulva is. But for you guys who doesn't know what that is, it is a an old Norse word for shaman or seeress, practitioner of seidr and stuff like that, and the word itself actually means wand or staff carrier because of the staff was actually an essential attribute of the vulva. As of now, I have chosen to specialize myself in galdr runes and herbs, so that is kind of my forte when it comes to the practice. So how did I end up being pagan? Well, that is kind of a strange story. Um, I was visited by the Celtic goddess Morgan in a dream. And that dream was something that I had never experienced before. And I have often dreamed a lot. So I know what a normal dream feels like, but this was just something else. It was not a normal dream by any means. And it was packed with symbols and the whole dream was actually a ceremony. And it was so many strange things and very scary things actually at times too. And it was just very intense. So the following week I thought of this dream every single day and it was just so special and I just couldn't let it go because it felt so different from any other dream that I've ever had. And all of the symbols and all of the information in it, it was just stuff that I had never seen or heard anywhere. So it was just very, I just couldn't understand how I could have gotten all of this from nowhere, basically. So at the end of this week, I somehow decided to go to a gathering, which a group I was a member in hosted. And at this gathering, I met a guy and him and I were talking, just getting to know each other friendly. And all of a sudden he says that he is a priest of the Morrigan. And then I I was just, I didn't know what to say. My jaws dropped. And this group that I was a member of actually had nothing to do with paganism or whatsoever. So I mean, the chances to stand there and talk with a person who is the priest of the Morrigan is kind of unlikely but when it comes to these things nothing really is coincidental and I have experienced that several several times from from that on so and I told him that Morrigan is a name that I have never heard of before except for in a dream that I had a week ago And so he um he really looked at me and said quite seriously you need to tell me about that dream. <laughs> so I did. After he had listened to my whole dream story, um, he could actually confirm everything that was in it. Symbols, the the ceremony, everything basically he could explain. And I, I was just in disbelief. It was so strange. So the very next day, I sat myself down with Google because I wanted to Google the shit out of my dream. <laughs> because I was still a bit skeptic and stubborn about it, so I really wanted to Google it. <laughs> and when I did, I found a lot of information and other people's experiences which were very similar to mine so at that point i was saying like okay <laughs> now i i'm kind of convinced that the, the dream was was real and it was actually from morgan herself so yeah that was really the starting point basically So I decided to actually go and sit down, light a candle, light some incense and go into a meditative state to kind of just put the question out there and I asked if there was any deities near or around me or and if they wanted to make themselves known and yeah, questions like that. The word to describe what happened next is just amazing. All of the Norse gods and goddesses' names were swirling around in my head like echoes and it was just so intense and I got really vivid visions as well. The strongest name that was swirling in my head was actually Freya and Freya is my matron and has been for a very long time now. And uh, it wasn't actually just the Norse gods and goddesses. It, there was one Celtic name, and that was Cernunnos, that swirled around, and he is actually my patron. And I am going to talk about those two in a future episode, after my little meditation session, I, um, I'm thinking of it as maybe it was just my imagination or whatever. And I just took my incense tray, which I had my incense on, to clean it from the ashes. And I pour it all down in the trash bin and some of the ashes doesn't want to come off. So I'm looking at it and there was this rune literally glued to the incense tray. And I somehow knew that it was a rune. I really don't know how or why, but I did realize it was a rune and I just thought maybe I have forgotten to to dry the little incense plate before I put the incense on and maybe the water makes it stick or, you know, I was thinking all of that, (laughs) but uh, I actually had done nothing to that tray. It was dry. It was totally clean. It wasn't sticky in any way or form, so this was the works of the gods (laughs) making themselves known just as I I had asked for in that meditation session. And from that point on, I I just couldn't deny the gods anymore. And so that is really where I started my journey on the pagan path and more specifically on the Norse. All right, guys. So thank you so, so much for listening and subscribe if you feel so inclined. I also have an email address where you can reach out to me and ask questions or maybe give some suggestions on future topics. The address is paganmompod at gmail.com. You can find all of the contact information in the description box of the pod. Lots and lots of love.